Welcome to Confessions of a Talkaholic, where we discuss anything and everything. Tune in to your virtual friend group. Follow us on Instagram at Coats Podcast. That is c.o.a.t underscore podcast. You guys don't understand what we literally just went through. Um, so the audio for the past couple episodes have been good. Like, we've been yeah. pretty good with it. But for today, for some reason, um, it was just so hard to get the audio right, um, which is so weird. Yeah, we just... Okay, so the episode... We don't know when what order these episodes are going to come out. <laughs> I feel like I don't even want to put it out, which is because the audio is bad, but we will put it out. We'll put it out. But, it okay, the episode that we're talking about is the hybrid learning episode. We're so sorry. The audio was just, like, not... Yeah, it. It but was, this audio is going to be better. Yeah, now we know. Don't we're worry. we're literally, like, screaming. Just yeah, so. <laughs> we're learning. We're learning together. Yeah, um, you know, just because it's season two doesn't mean that, you know, we have it all figured out yet. Yeah, we're still learning, guys. But, um, okay, cool. So, um, I'll introduce our topics. So, um, this is a Dear Body episode. The next, I think, the three episodes coming out will be Dear Body, um... Yeah, they're all gonna be dear buddies. We're just so happy because the audio's right. I know we spent like literally so long trying to fix this guy. You don't even know the struggle was real. The struggle was very real. So yeah. So first we okay. So we were asked to talk about two things. Well, this episode is going to be about two things. So we have election day and how to live sustainably. So we'll go first with election day. We'll go first with that one. So we actually got this comment we actually got this one before the day voting like on what like november 4th yeah yeah on november 4th so i remember like lupe had sent it to me and i thought i was like oh my gosh by then we're gonna know the results i know and this election took a, wa- like, a long time yeah it did take because a usually you get the results on that day but since so many people registered to vote and voted which is amazing, amazing because like that's really good um, you know, that people are, like, being involved in, like, this democracy. Um, so, yeah, and then... So many people mailed in their ballots, too. Yeah, and there was just so much that had happened and come out with this election. So, um, obviously, it was between Trump and Biden, and Biden won. So, um, and it was a crazy election. It was. There was so much going on. You know, there's so many people nervous because... Both sides are going to be angry no matter who won. You know, like, Trump supporters yeah. were going to go crazy. And then, you know, like, Biden supporters would also go crazy, yeah. you know, depending if it's, like, four more years of Trump or it's, like, to Trump supporters now, it's, like, like your favorite person ever is, like, out of office. And honestly, this election was so, like, because if you're just looking at the policies and not the people, both their policies were very unclear. They were. Because, in like, the purpose of, like, you know, the debates is so you could, like, learn about the policies and who, like, plans to do what and what their stance is on it. And, you know, hearing it directly from them and their promises and what they're going to do. But the debates, I mean, Trump got COVID. Um, (laughs) They kept on speaking over each other. And it's like, you know, what really got answered, what was really done. So it just was at a point where it was like... If you're just, you have to vote on the person because the policies didn't back them up enough. Yeah, honestly, throughout this whole campaign, I, honestly, before, I could care less about politics. Let's get real. We all could care less about politics. Yeah, and until you, like, really educate yourself and realize, like, you know what, these things are going to affect my life. Yeah. And these things are going to affect my rights. So, I mean, obviously, this election was, like, crazy. So you should have wanted to, you know, like, at least learn about, Yeah. you know, if you weren't really, like, 
that crazy about the presidential election, at least on the propositions. Yes, and I feel like we all, through this, through Trump's presidency, we all grew as educated individuals. We all chose to educate ourselves. Yeah. Because we kind of knew already that when he became president, everything was unclear, people were afraid. So I'm really glad that people, like, stepped up and were like, okay, I'm going to educate myself. But before, even before he came to office, like, I'm just going to be real. I had no interest in politics. Like, I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't care. I think I was too young to, like, really. Yeah, I was too young, too. But it was just never something that I was like, oh, like, you know, I want to learn about it or whatever. Uh Until he became president. And I was just like, you know what I mean? You're like, what's going on over here? I was like, what's going on? So that's how I became more educated. But because i have never observed previous like campaigns like i don't know yeah because when obama was elected we were like what eight yeah we were little we were babies yeah so i was like i never had experienced like like a campaign from start to end and this campaign was so toxic it was just so it, petty and I was everything like, that was said i was like what is with like this nick like honestly i felt so i felt so bad with the things that the trump trump was allowing his people to say about Joe Biden, how he was, like, a pedophile, and he had dementia. I was just, like, really disgusted. And honestly, like, both of them have, like, Trump has, like, sexual assault allegations against him. And um, in the past, like, videos of, like, Biden have gone around him being, like, a pedophile. And so it's just, like, they're both just terrible candidates yeah and their policies were just so unclear and it's just like at the end of the day like i feel like a lot of people were just like you know what like let's just settle yeah and i was just really um like disgusted at the fact that like they went to such extreme lengths just to get like at each other i i would never bring up like a like somebody's dead wife or their dead oh daughter. yeah didn't um trump bring up like um his like biden's like son yeah that, like, like i would never bring i feel like that's a language you just don't like cross. that's just it's not down to what it is which is yeah. like who's going to be the next president and it's just like both of them just did not portray yeah and throughout their whole careers have not portrayed a good like proper image of themselves so it's just like you know, normally you would just look at the policies, yeah. like, you know, maybe the Republicans have more planned for this or the Democrats have more of a plan for that. And, you know, you would vote on whatever yeah. best, you know, benefits you or, like, your group. Um, or if not, you know, say, like, you know, I like what this person has done for America. Or I like what this person will do. But when you look at our candidates, you're like, what? <laughs> I hate the fact that, like, this whole, like, this presidency, like, electing this, pre- this future president was more so based on personality. Personality. Yeah, because, you know what, but Trump is just, like, a really terrible person. And, like, it's just, like, the policies yeah. were so unclear that it just couldn't back him up. I just feel like it was, honestly, it was just the fact that he was racist and... If, let's say, if he had gotten, like, a coach, like, a speaking coach to train him on how to talk and what not to say, if he had invested that money, we would have never even known that he was this Yeah, racist. it's just that, like, it's just like he there are no so many remarks made yeah. just uh, towards any group. Yeah. That it was, like, like, what? <laughs> yeah, and honestly, it's, like, and a lot of people are, like, oh, that's why I support him because he's really transparent. But I feel like, honestly, like, there's some things that you don't want to hear. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to, I don't want 
to be hearing that all the time yeah it's like me saying like oh i love being friends with lupe she's so honest but she's like say for example she were like like a misogynist and like racist like i wouldn't want to be with someone that's like that honest yeah like some things you have to keep to yourself and i was just like okay and also <laughs> i feel like who allowed him to have a twitter a personal twitter like oh yeah you always see on the news like the stuff that he says like literally i think it was yesterday melania was like you people should eat like not you people but i'm just summarizing it's just like you guys should be grateful that you have a president that can communicate with you guys directly <laughs> i was like girl the, the things he be saying though like yeah so too. honestly this election was just messy and especially with yes. covid and like okay but which one of y'all is gonna help us in this pandemic i know i think i just saw right now that joe biden is making a task force for coronavirus that's good the washington post see the thing is out. it's like like yes biden got elected okay you know he won yeah cool but we need to see change it's not just yes. trump is out of office we need to see like change within like school systems we need to see change within like healthcare. we need to see change within like you know the prejudice and discrimination and we need to see change within like um like covid and yeah. like relief for that and just like fixing our economy but more than that like fixing the issue that we're currently facing which is like unemployment yes. you know like stuff like that also i think that not just with the presidential election but just like with the local government elections like oh who's your governor who's this and that i kind of like saw how toxic is, is government a nuisance still government yeah he is, <laughs> he is. He's he is. Still, okay, okay yeah like i saw how toxic it could be and i was just like oh my gosh like some of these people need to chill like literally they would attack each other like look like they'll dig into your past expose yeah. you and i i'm just like i'm like no, why do we need to know that like what like you get me like why True. like why do i need to know that like pretend like three years ago dana got a speeding ticket do you want to switch chairs that one uncomfortable oh no i was just okay i was like why do i need to know that dana got a speeding ticket like three years ago <laughs> yeah it's just like like i feel like okay yes the past does matter but there's certain things that it's just like that were really petty that didn't really need to be like brought up and yeah, stuff like that i'm just like why are you bringing that up like and i hate how unadult they were about everything. yeah it was so like immature like why can't you be adults about it honestly in a in a perfect world i would if i were to design like how we voted for, i feel like people shouldn't even like know the part like they should be given information like the policies but without putting a face to them because sometimes mm. people associate like a bias yeah because it's like there's a bias there like if you like you see somebody you're like oh like you know but mm -hmm. if it's just like the policies laid out yeah and you're not and explained yeah and explain i liked how like the proposition voting did it like if you went on their website um so like or even like on the paper too so yeah. say for example the one about um I can't remember one off the top of my head but I say for example there's one about like building more ramps um for handicapped people yeah. right like building more ramps in like public places or stuff like that and say for like it would say if you vote for this that means this this and this yeah if you vote against it that means this this and this and I feel like that's how they should they should do that but also for like you know like the parties and their like yeah policies and I think that honestly there's not 
because let's be honest a lot of people don't educate themselves so i feel like if there's a company out there somebody that wants to make money this is a good idea for you you should compile all the information from both parties like what they stand for because people won't look for it by themselves unless they really have an interest for it yeah people aren't like like no one's gonna do it if you don't do it i guess and i think that's why um biden aimed his campaign towards like younger people because they he knew that younger people would would, like spread the word to their parents or to other people like they'd educate yeah 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 so that's why his campaign was so like youth driven Mm -hmm. which i was just like okay like that's like that's good but i just think that we need to remodel the whole campaign system like i just don't like it like i just it's so toxic there's a lot of money that goes into it and it's just like it's so money driven like that's why it's like yeah um how do you say it it's like at the end of the day you people and especially politicians they're going to choose where the money is yeah and it's like if someone's willing to sponsor you and pay for your campaign but you don't really like what they stand for like at the end of the day most people are going to take that i know you suck it up sometimes and that's why i'm just like i don't think and you no longer really care for your morals and values, yeah. but just, like, how much power and how much money can I have? Because you're just wanting to win. So, yeah. I feel like if I were to be president, I'd be, like, so, like, I'd be, like, so, like, I'd be, like, I'd be really honest with my family. Fair enough. I'd be, like. Fair enough. All right. I'd be, like, baddies, but I would be getting that, that coin from all these other companies. I'd be, like, okay, okay, Chick-fil-A. I'm just yeah. Um, honestly, if I were president... Lupa would be, like, my advisor, like, my secretary. Period. I would be there supporting Dana. Yeah. I would manage her campaign. Yeah. Um, if I were president, I don't know. I'd care more about the environment. I'd care more about education. Period. I'd care more about climate change. I would care more about women's rights, people's rights. Yeah. POC I mean, rights. Honestly, I would care Equity. about... Equity. Immigration. Um, because, honestly, like... This is going off topic, but I watched on Netflix, like, Immigration Nation. And oh, yeah, you were telling us about it. And that sh- that show, oh, my gosh, everybody needs to watch those shows. They're on Netflix. It's called Immigration Nation and Living Undocumented, Undocumented. And those shows are so sad, and it shows you, like, the reality of what happens. And, like, you see, I don't know, like, because I was watching it, and I was like, there is a problem. How... I'm just going to bring this up because, like, why not? So, there's these companies in Russia and in China that are basically, they're basically, oh, what is that? When you come and have a baby here, what it's an anchor <gasps> baby. They're, I saw that and how, like, it's a trend now for, like, Russian women to have, yeah. like, their, okay, okay. They're anchor, so basically they're anchor baby companies and it's companies designed and they tell women, like, oh, like, you know it's the latest trend to go to america and to have your baby like we're gonna buy you we're gonna book you the best hotel the best hospital you just have to pay this amount of money so women will literally pay like 70 70 thousand dollars like for the best or maybe six thousand the cheapest Uh to go to america on a visa to have their babies right and obviously their baby's gonna have u.s citizenship and they're gonna be u.s citizens or whatever right uh-huh. but when latin latin people when the latin community does that when they come to america to like let's say have a baby or whatever like that's seen as oh you're like you're coming like you get me like yeah, yeah i get you there's just that like stigma that of it. stigma and it's like to be honest like but how- when it's like someone with the lighter skin tone that looks white yeah and the thing that's really like 
disgusting is that these people like these russians these asians like they're coming here legally like on visas like they're given visas to do this like it's like america is allowing them to come here for the purpose of having their baby yeah but when latin people and unfortunately a majority of them have to do it illegally come here to do it it's like seen as a crime like oh you're a problem yeah and they always have to be like hiding and stuff and it's like why can't they just make yeah um becoming like a citizen easier yeah like how these women are doing it in russia why can't you do that for like latinx yeah like that's so disgusting and i hope that these things are addressed yeah i hope within like biden's term he at least addresses this because it's like they're putting so many of these kids in like these camps yeah and it's like they're separating them from their families but it's like when like white people do it and come from different countries yeah it's like fantasized and like that's like the american dream like oh go to america like it's like like, mexicans are hard workers like they work hard it's like a trend like oh come to america have your baby but then it's like when latin people do it it's like oh you're just here for the papers like yeah like so are they i'm like and then i was watching the reason is because like they leave their country for better opportunities because in mexico i think we talked about this before like they don't even get like paid a lot to live off of and it's like um that's why they come to america so they could get like better pay um oh there was like this thing where people were like oh i'm gonna move to canada because the u.s is like whatever and it was like a mean girls the meme was like so you agree that whatever so it was like so you agree that like people should leave their countries if they feel oppressed and like yeah um, just like threatened by like their government and it's like that's literally the same thing yeah. like there was so many stories they're just so sad like there was one where this he was this guy and he came with his family from Colombia. like they came they came here illegally because they were being threatened like because he worked in the government is it Colombia or cuba that's like um they're Colombia. dangerous they're both dangerous oh, okay but for different reasons um Colombia is like just cartels drugs and then doesn't cuba have like the dictator cuba has a dictator so but this family came from Colombia, right and they came here and they were educated so they like obviously they knew how everything worked like they were really educated like they went to school they were college um graduates in Colombia. yeah but coming here they were they couldn't afford like to get good jobs so they worked as cleaning but since they were smart they knew how to invest their money how to like properly manage everything or whatever yeah so then they've been living they've been living in america for their oldest son is um 18 years they've been living here for 18 years and um the u.s said that the u.s was gonna deport them back to their country but then they told the u.s like oh we're here because like our lives were in danger we're here to seek asylum and they even had like letters to prove like that they were trying to kill them because i think yeah. they had threatened one of the sons said they were gonna chop his head off <gasps> and the u.s was like no like you know like you didn't you didn't come here first seeking asylum if you had come here at first to seek asylum then maybe we would have made an exception but you didn't come here yeah so they were it was just like a really long process and it was just sad to see that these people like they bought a house they mm-hmm. paid taxes like they're hard workers yeah that's they the have thing. a dog and like they're gonna they were gonna get deported i was just like oh my gosh like imagine how many other people are here undocumented paying taxes like a normal yeah. person working hard yeah, like, everyone else just, like, trying to provide for their family. And then just for them to be deported back to countries, some of them don't even know what country they're from. Like, there was this... Oh, my gosh. I feel like the one that disgusted me the most... This is so off topic, but I want everybody to know this. There are Marines or, like, soldiers, military men that get deported. <gasps> and that's so sad to me. 
Yeah. There was this one... Because they're serving the country. Yeah. There was this one guy, and he was... He served... He went to Iraq, I think, and he was a Marine. And he, he bought a house in Arizona. He His wife was undocumented, and he married her, and she became a resident. So they were thinking if one of them was going to get undocumented... Like, when it's going to be deported, it would be the wife, because she's the she was the most recent immigrant, mm-hmm. right? The, but it turned out that they were going to deport him. And it was so sad because he literally would put on his Marine uniform and he would stand in front of the White House with, a, like, a, like, a flag or yeah, a banner yeah. saying, like, I serve this country, like, I'm getting deported. And he was actually able to go and talk, well, try to talk to one of the people, like, one of the Congress members. I don't really know. And it was sad because they had told him that he was going to get, like, two minutes, two to three minutes to talk to this person. Yeah. And when they he got there... It was, oh my gosh the secretary to the to the person was like oh like her schedule is booked like she can't talk to you like she can't she can't have you come in mm-hmm. like there's no time for you and he's literally like i came here all the way from arizona like i just need to talk to her like just one minute like just give me one minute because there was gonna be this law he wanted to propose like so that army mem like military members could get their citizenship so they don't have to be deported yeah and she's like no like i can't fit you in the schedule like you can't talk to her like i can't do that and he's like and he started crying he's like like he's like i like serve this country and i'm being deported like like i just want to talk to her and then she's like i know but like there's nothing i can do that really made me sad because i was like these people risk their lives for us and they're not even citizens like they're getting deported I'm like, that really broke my heart. I see, was... and that's, like, the type of change that we want to see. Like, that's so sad. Like, like we want, like, okay, because it costs so much to get, like, citizenship. It and, like... does. It's so expensive. <sighs> it's just so crazy to think about. <sighs> I think my brother, because my sister-in-law, she, like, she recently became a citizen. But, like, her whole residency paperwork, it was when I was little. Because she was brought to this country when she was a baby. Mm-hmm. And when um, her and my brother got married, he was like, okay, like, the first thing we're going to do is we're trying, we're going to try to get, make you a resident. So she actually, so it was when my little, my oldest niece was like a baby. So she was like um, two or three. Uh huh. So she was doing that whole process. And she actually had to leave the U.S. for like half a year and live in Mexico. Yeah. So it was my baby niece. Like she lived like the first year of her life in Mexico, I think. And um, just so that she could try to get her, like, be on the path for residency. And basically, the reason why they do that is because like, they exile you, like, as punishment. Like, oh, you came illegally into this country. They do that? Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, like, you came illegally now, like, to serve your time. It's either you go back to your country for a period of time or they'll let you stay. But it just depends, like, what you get or yeah. who, who you get. So she had to go back to Mexico. See, and, that's things that I want to see, like, change. Yeah, and think about that. My sister-in-law had never been to Mexico in her life. Like, never. She lived in the U.S. her whole life. Like, she knew how to speak Spanish. It was good. But she had never been to it's Mexico. It's a different culture, It's a yeah. different culture. So she lived there for, like, six six months, I think. I don't know. I think it was a year or six months. I don't remember too well because it happened a long time ago. And she just told me she was, like, the whole process was so scary because she was really young. Mm-hmm. She was, like, 19, 18, because her and my brother got married young because they had my niece. Yeah. So she was, like, the experience was just really, like, scary. Dang, they're still together? That's yeah, so they're cool. still together. They have three kids together. That's the oldest one, right? The girl? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're, like, and she was saying that when she went, 
that she saw like people that were there who had come from the u.s longer that were there for years <gasps> they had been exiled for so long that's scary and then she like she would cry because she's like because you never know how long they're gonna leave you there you don't know yeah so she was like um she was like i prayed a lot like i just like i prayed i had a lot of faith and <coughs> sorry guys um she was like oh but at the end of the day like she was able to come back she got her residency and my brother i think when he was talking to about it with somebody he said that it was like six more than six thousand dollars yeah it's probably more expensive now too she he was like just like to get her her residency and i was like dang like imagine whole families like having to go through with that like yeah i don't know like that just makes me so sad because i'm like at the end of the day like these are just people or like when the whole caravan thingy was happening and like all the so- the so- was this i don't know hondurians were coming mm-hmm. on the border like people were like they're like oh my gosh they're gonna mess up our economy blah blah blah, blah. and i'm like half of these people pay taxes like what are you talking yeah. about like <laughs> like what are you talking about like what is what's your argument yeah we kind of went a little off but yeah, um, we did that's just that's something that's like meaningful meaningful like to us and especially Lou because she has like a personal story for it yeah like of changes we want to see out of this election like obviously the election's done like what can we say about it now you know yeah and like he isn't in office until january but um you know i just i want to see change me too i honestly want to see change in everything i specifically want it like dana want to see change in the environment because i'm scared like yeah <laughs> and like health and everything like oh there's so much needs to happen and it's like we can't i know even start like celebrating until we actually have like good changes so keep being educated keep yeah keep listening to us we'll educate you guys i know keep being cyber activists or whatever (laughs) post on your stories yeah all right so the next one is um how to live sustainably Sustainably. so dana can this is me and lupa are a reliable source um sorry i burped (laughs) because oh i'll scoot over because we are president and vice president of our school's environmental club. Period, guys. And um, I took AP Envi and got an A and passed the AP exam. So, so you um, have, we have ourselves a little environmental environmentalist. A little environmentalist. A little environmental <laughs> scientist over here. So how do this sustainably? So, you know, there's a lot of different parts in your life where you could, you know, do that. And, you know, it applies different for everyone because, you know, there's like sustainable makeup brands. And if you don't do makeup, then that doesn't apply to you. There's, like, sustainable ways of eating, but, you know, if you don't really want to change, like, your diet and what you're doing right now is good for you, that doesn't really apply to you. Or just, like, you know, shopping. There's, you know, sustainable shopping, and, you know, if you're not really into clothes, that doesn't apply to you. So, obviously, there's just, like, different things of sustainability, but um, I think I'll just go over, you know, like, the basics of it so it doesn't feel like you're taking AP and Pi again um, or taking it. So, I think they'll actually want to learn like they'll be yeah i'll I'll like briefly go into it but not like too much okay and just enough so um how to live where should i start i feel like okay we should start like on maybe like the simple things first like Mm, okay so i'll start with what i did okay so for me i think i started pushing more towards sustainability my freshman year um and the first thing that I did, the first sustainable I, thing before, that I, why were you inspired to become more sustainable? Um, why did I? 
I don't think I watched anything that just made me like. They were like, oh. Yeah. So basically, I was at Ikea and I was getting bed sheets, right? Because that's what I had wanted for my birthday. It was January. I wanted new bed sheets. <sighs> that sounds like so like. Not just tell us. That's what no, we No, no, but this sounds so like like 1950s like i just wanted new bed sheets (laughs) you know what i mean so anyways um but i had heard that like regular already stuffed like um comforters are like plucked from birds and obviously like you can't just leave like a hairless chicken you know like going around you're gonna kill it you know and you're gonna kill a chicken and you know so i was like i don't i don't want like those chickens to die just so i could have like a comfortable set so i bought and it's actually the comforter that I have right there so I bought like the comforter and then it has like an opening thing they sell these at Ikea and you just like but like unbutton it open and then you just have like cotton and you just stuff it with cotton Mm. so that way you're not like using these animal feathers so that was like my first thing and then that was when like the whole like stop using straws thing came out yeah 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 so um and then I started using like metal straws and I started watching how much plastic I used and then I started like um you know like walking to places more biking taking the bus like sustainable transportation so I'll start with sustainable transportation so um if you have the option of like something super close like say for example you're just gonna go to like Target right down the street I would recommend, you know, maybe riding your bike, taking the bus, or walking there rather than driving there because you're polluting the um, air. And just, like, little things like that. I would start off with, like, yes, it's a small difference, but at least you know, like, hey, you know, I did what I did. Like, I did what I could. Um, Another thing that would be, like, you know, hang drying your clothes, like, washing your clothes with cold water or, like, drying your clothes with cold um, air instead of, like, hot air. And just things like little things like that that you can make changes to or um, what else did I do? Like I started just using like like no more plastic water bottles, just like um, I don't have a hydro flask, but like that one over there, but just like like um, metal water bottle. Like, I don't think it's it. I don't know. It's like cheap, <laughs> but just like metal water bottles or just like refillable cups, stuff like that. Um, and even just like reducing how many like plastic bags I would use, like Ziploc bags. Um... Yeah, that's, I think, what I kind of started off with. For me, because I'm not super, like, I'm not, like, I'm not her level of environmental. Like, she's amazing. <laughs> like, she's over here doing big things. But for me, it was, like, it was mainly using those little, the recycle, the bags, like, the cut, the ones you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, those. I'll use those. Tote bags. The tote, tote bags. bags. Or I have, like, my, my Starbucks cup, my reusable Starbucks yeah. cup. I try to not use straws whenever possible. Mm-hmm. like i'll just drink but sometimes like i'll use my metal straw um for clothes i i don't know i like to get caught in stuff because i just know that it's like better yeah because it's like plastics or anything yeah so that's what i try i don't like to buy a lot of animal products like leather like real leather yeah. f- real fur i don't really like to buy that stuff because it makes me sad because i'm like it's like oh my god an animal had to die for this for animal so Another thing for me, um, uh, what did you say? Like, reminded me of something. The tote bags? Not tote bags. Mm, straws. Mm, let me see. You said animal products. That, like, reminded me of something. Anyways, oh, I forgot. For, oh, I Honestly, I feel like living sustainably is... It really isn't that hard. It's not that hard, but it's a lifestyle change. It is definitely a lifestyle change because you're watching, like, every little thing that yeah. you're doing and, like, you know, what impact is this having... Or just, like, um... 
I feel like it's, I'm like blanking out. <laughs> I feel like it's hard for people. Oh, I remember. I remember. Go okay, go. Me? Okay. Oh, yeah, go. Sure. Go, go. I, I, I know. I'll remember. Okay, I was like, I think that it's harder for some people to choose to live sustainably because of their parents, because their parents don't really know what it's yeah. about. Yeah, I like influence my parents. I was like, no, we're not using straws. We're not using plastic stuff. Like, I don't care if I have to wash my dishes. Like, we're not going to like, you know? Yeah. And that like inspired them to like be more cautious about it. So I was like, I feel like that's why some people don't like to take that step because, again, it's, like, hard to, like, tell their parents, like, hey, like, don't buy this anymore. You get me? Yeah. But what were you going to say? Um, clothing. Oh. I pretty much only thrift. Or, like, if I do, I buy from sustainable brands. Um, like, this, like, this undershirt is from a sustainable brand. This thermal shirt is thrifted. This flannel is thrifted. This is from a sustainable brand. Ooh. So it's, like um these shoes are hand-me-downs and so are the socks the pants i bought from dickies i'm not sure if they're sustainable me too Uh, for me like for clothes wise if i do buy clothes i never i i'm not the type of person that's like oh i need to buy new 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 no like i always like i like to reuse reuse like these boots that i have my fire my famous boots if you know me in real life michael kors furry boots dana how long do you think i've had these boots I would say since sophomore year. Wrong. I've had these boots since Wrong. Elementary school. Get I've had these boots since elementary school. <gasps> no, your feet have been that big forever. Since um since since sixth grade. <gasps> Dang, they still look like like new. And they look like new. How do you take such good care of your shoes? Um so basically like there's a spray that you have that you have to buy and you just it's like water resistant uh-huh. and i spray it one i sprayed it once and i'm like that's how they stayed so nice <laughs> so yeah like <laughs> me putting on my fifth layer i feel like okay i have a question and since you're like all about since you're my environmental you yes know, talk to me guru me. i'm gonna ask you so a lot of people they're like one of the arguments that are like for like against thrifting and i honestly am so confused by this so that's why i wanted somebody else's opinion is that oh they argue like oh like if you don't need to thrift and you thrift like you're taking an opportunity away from people that actually need to thrift Mm, i see that so the thing with that it's like for me it's like there's so much clothes out there yeah that it's like like at least i'm not buying from like a mall store and it's like okay like people that say that's like oh you're taking like you know yeah, stuff because... away from people that need it but there is so many goodwills and so many thrift stores out there that it's like you know i feel like there's just enough for everybody and it's like um i just i don't know because you know how people okay because everybody here knows like thrifting has become like a trend now uh-huh so that was one of the main arguments for people like who are anti-thrift they're mm-hmm. like oh like you're taking away clothes that somebody in need at the same time that makes me think like are they just being a hater that's why i was saying like i'm like is that really like a, how you feel like a reason for you not to because want- i'm like do you only want that like their primary source of thrifting is like i mean their primary source of clothes is thrifting because of the price like do you know anyone that I don't know anybody that's like that. But it's that. like, I've never heard them complain, like... That other people are thrifting. Yeah. yeah, honestly... Because thrifting know. is thrifting. It's for everyone. It's not discriminatory. Yeah. It's not like a, a class or a money thing. Yeah. But I could see how... I see where that opinion is coming from. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of just like... 
like, eh, like, I feel like, I feel like there's enough clothes in the world. Yeah, and I feel like that argument is more so aimed to people that are, like, wealthy, in a sense. They're yeah. high, the high class. Yeah, I would say so. Because I feel like, and let's say, let me put myself in the position of the person that's, like, don't thrift cause if you don't need to. I feel like they're aiming that argument towards people that are, that have, that are, have more money that they're, like, um they're like higher class because they have enough money to spend on the expensive um sustainable clothing yeah you know i think to that i would say just encourage people who can't afford sustainable yeah. clothing like brands do it yeah and you know if you can't then thrift yeah i feel like because for our club last week we talked about sustainable brands and i love learning about fashion and all that so it was really fun to see how these how some of these brands maintain sustainability and it's really interesting to learn how much water you need to make a pair of jeans yes yes so um you know what i think the biggest thing about living sustainably is just being cautious yes like think about it okay so say for example it's like the start of the school year like say for example we weren't in covid and you had the great school year and you already have leftover paper in notebooks, use that paper before you buy new paper. It's Mm -hmm. just stuff like that, you know? It's like, you don't have to buy more things when you already have it. Or say, for example, like, you want to buy these new pencils, you don't have to buy them if you already have them, and you're not, like, over here spending money on something that, like, you don't need as much. And that way it's like... Okay, so this is, like, the argument that my mom has with me sometimes, and it's kind of the same thing. So for six months, I was pescatarian, Right now, I'm, like, on a little break, and then I'm going to start up again in January. So, basically, um, my mom would just, like, just because of me not eating meat, right? And she would be, like, well, you're eating, like, their food because, like, you know, you're eating grass or whatever. Anyways, that is You're eating their food. Yeah, that doesn't have anything to do with it. But it's, like, they kind of question me, like, what's the impact of you not eating, like, meat? And you know what? It's just... For just me as a singular person doing it, it doesn't really make that much of an impact, but it's just how you inspire others. Yes. So, for example, when you eat less meat, so say, for example, I stopped eating, like, beef and chicken, right? And my mom, and pork and stuff like that, anything besides fish. And my mom, like, goes to the store, and then she's like, well, I'm not going to buy this extra thing of meat because, like, we're not going to eat that much, and Stane is not going to eat the beef. And so... Say, for example, I inspire, like, five other people to do that. And say, for example, they go to the same grocery store. They'll look at their sales and be like, huh, less people are buying this meat, so we're just going to order less from them. Yeah. So it's like they order less of, like, the beef, and then it's like, you know, it, it slows down the production of it because there's not as a higher need for it. Those things like that. Like, yes, just me not eating meat doesn't do that huge of a difference, but it's just, like, the impact that you have on others and just, like... I don't know how to explain it, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. You're, like, Im- you're encouraging encouraging others. And, and like, showing them that it's possible, Yeah, it's I a guess. whole, like, cycle. It's, like, a... Yeah, it's a chain chain reaction. Yeah. Um, I feel like another way for people to live sustainably, which I just saw and recently I've been inspired as well, you know. What? Um, getting an iPad to take notes. Yes! <laughs> okay, let me... Okay, so... I know a lot of you out there are probably scholars, you know, you guys be hitting the books, taking notes, Mm -hmm. and let's be honest, like, sometimes the only reason why some of us, like, love taking notes is because we like the way it looks on the paper. Yeah, with the highlighter and the different We love the way it looks. That's not me, but I I get it. (laughs) Like, we love that aesthetic, that, like, oh my gosh, like, I spent time, right? But, like, we waste so much paper. So much. So many notebooks, and honestly, like, 
from experience it's like one notebook is not enough for like a specific oh, class yeah. and you just throw it all away so you throw after. it all away and you buy you have to buy more notebooks and then like that information that you spent so much time you know making look pretty you just throw it in the trash you don't save that notebook yeah so dana recently she bought an ipad and I she think I bought it like the summer before school started and she uses it to take notes for her to-do lists just to do her things and um she had been telling me like oh my gosh like it's like so good like you know what i mean so i was like damn like i kind of want one because like i don't want to be using um notebook my notebook anymore because sometimes i'll get bored i'll get bored of like writing yeah my hand hurts like i'll get bored or something or my hand will like stain because of the pen or whatever so i'm just like oh like i don't want to do i don't want to deal with that anymore and i have been looking at videos about people having their ipads or whatever to take notes and it's so satisfying and it's so simple and a lot of arguments against like oh like don't get an ipad or don't get a tablet to take notes like it's not worth it one of the main arguments is like oh well it's not the feel like you're not it doesn't feel like you're writing on real paper but guess what guys they have screen protectors that when you write it feels like real paper really they do they do and it's like and it even makes the sound as if you're writing on real paper so yeah honestly it's just like it's just it's just little you don't have to make a big purchase like you know buying an ipad i mean totally understand you know no but like to be honest like if you add up all the notebooks that you're gonna buy in your life that'll equate you one ipad maybe or all the school supplies like pens pencils that'll binders that'll make up one maybe maybe it could um depends you know but um that's just I don't know. I don't know what else to say about living the same. I feel like I just gave, like, little tips I've done. What else? Um, upcycling. Like, oh. you know, making old stuff into new stuff. Like, I made a lot of, like, old shirts and stuff into masks. Ooh, um, yes. What else? I'm trying to look around my room. <laughs> oh, another, not really living sustainably, but, like, just taking care of your environment is throwing your trash in the trash can when you're out in public. Yes. Don't litter. If you litter... Me and Lupe will... I'll haunt you. Yes. I'll be in your psyche. I'll be like, you yeah. just littered. Lupe's going to go inside your dreams. And I'll be like, why did you litter? Why'd you throw? Like, it's so easy to just find a trash can and just be yeah. like, trash. You know what I saw? I saw the other day. It was like the a social experiment to test if you're a good person or not is if you return the cart back. Oh my gosh. Do you return a yes. cart back? <laughs> I do too. Like, if you return the cart back, you're a good person. One time I took a cart... <laughs> But that was when I was walking home from school with my friend, <gasps> um, Melissa, Melissa Gutierrez, if you're listening to this podcast. Oh, I think she doesn't listen. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Remember when we would walk home from school in middle school and we took a cart and it like Get locked, out. it locked on us. So we had to lift it up. <gasps> All for a cart? Yeah. Cause you, like, what did you do with it when you had it then? We put our backpacks in it because they were really heavy. <laughs> Yeah. But, but we would use that car all the time. Yeah, but that's just a way to test if you're a good person. Don't start doing it now just because we said it. Like, you should. I know. But reassess yourself. Like, I mean, not about stealing cards. Don't steal cards. I mean, the <laughs> trash. You know what makes me sad? When when we go to the beach for beach, like, when we go for beach cleanups. Oh, I miss beach cleanups. Seeing all the trash just makes me so sad. Yeah. Like, someone, people leave, like, shoes and rags and blankets time, and... When I went, I think I have a picture on my phone. I found, a, like, a Spongebob lunch pail. Nice. And I just, like, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. But we talked about this last year for M by Club where we did, like, what happens 
to the plastic when you throw it away and it lands in the ocean. And it's so sad because it'll literally, like, morph the turtles to sh- their shape of the plastic. Yeah. So, like, if you don't want to hurt little animals. So, if, like, you know those things from soda cans, the little plastic? Yeah, with yeah, the yeah, holes, yeah, yeah, yeah. If a little turtle swims in it and it gets stuck. It's like in, like in Surf's Up. The guy with the plastic, the penguin with the plastic on his throat. That's real life what happens. Like, the turtle or the animal will morph to the plastic. And it's just so sad. Yeah. Or there was one where there was this dolphin. And it was, like, it had, like, plastic around its, like, little beak or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it just, like, it couldn't open its mouth. So, like, the fish, when it would go in, it would just go out. It was just so sad. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think just to live sustainably, just, you know, be more aware. Be more, like, um uh like conservative of like your resources and like yeah. you know making sure like you really finish everything until it's done and just like um yeah i think that's all i really have to say yeah. on it like how to live sustainably don't support these brand those brands that are like like fast fashion like nike like nike and adidas and forever 21 and brandy don't support melville them. or if, if it's like if you know i get you have to buy shoes if you're an athlete and stuff like that and i get their stuff's nice but i would say look for sustainable alternatives first or even shop local buy from like your local farmer buy from your local farmer's market buy from like i don't know just the local people selling things that it's like you know you're putting money in their account um and you know where it's coming from rather than like you know a big corporation that their money isn't even really going to them and if you do have to shop like uh forever 21 or uh, adidas like that's okay you know so for some people that's it's just more fine. affordable just make sure that you're getting the most out of the things that you buy yes like don't buy a t-shirt and then just to wear it once yeah you know and even if like you're kind of over it you know use it for something else like you know you can make like you a mask can use it out of clean. it you can make a bucket hat out of it you can use it to clean that's what we do like my dad's old lake shirts it isn't wearable to use it for like cleaning you could use it to clean your car yeah like stuff like that or tables. like not like on your counters or stuff but just like i don't know like dirt <laughs> i know also um just look at look at getting free stuff like you know some people leave like not not couches but like they'll leave like cool dressers and dressers stuff. and all yeah that. so those are just some of our tips yeah, that was it. I, we hope that you guys live sustainably, you know. Yeah, please for us. From um, two sustainable queens. Well, I'm not really a sustainable queen. I'm more of a sustainable... Pe- From a sustainable supporter and a sustainable queen. Yeah, I'm a sustainable I'm a sustainable peasant and Dana's the queen. No, peasant. Just a commoner. Okay, yeah. I'm a sustainable commoner. Living in Dana's environmental kingdom. Yes. Living in my room. My room looks so cute right now. I know. It's so green. It's so green. There's a lot of green everywhere. But my flowers are dying because it's winter. Oh. So if you see, they're like really wilted. Oh, yeah. You guys should buy like a plant or something. Yeah. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Buy a succulent. Those are cute, guys. Yeah. If you want to like have a plant baby. Yes. So for all our environmental club baddies listening to this right now. Um, let us know next time we have a meeting yeah 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 if you listen to this episode and you're from our club y'all can see that we're about this <laughs> you can be like we should have like a secret thing <gasps> or we should just be like did you guys have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich we'll ask that and if you say yes then we need to listen to okay listen to it okay listen we're gonna next invite club meeting we're gonna ask did you guys well, after have, this episode yeah, yeah after yeah. this episode airs we're gonna ask you guys did you guys have a peanut butter 
and jelly sandwich. and jelly sandwich and if you say yes we're gonna know that you're the real one and just to throw it in there, I'll give you point .5. Yes, points. yes, yes. Loop is going to give you points if you listen to her podcast. I'll give you a point. You don't have to submit one post. That's two points. Yes. So, yes. But you can't say this to anybody else. Yeah. This, this <laughs> like... What happens in Cope Podcast days? Cope oh, podcast. my gosh. We should ask this every... Ask that every meeting to see if we have new, <laughs> new members to our podcast. <laughs> We're going to ask the same question... Every meeting that we have on for our club to see how many people listen to this one episode. Yes. Okay, we'll stop it there. All right, bye guys. Bye. See you guys next time.